Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas for $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Are you the type of person who loves to treat yourself? You know, sometimes you just want to buy yourself a coffee, a fancy coffee. Sometimes you want to get a little extra legroom on the plane. You know what I mean? So if you ever treat yourself to the top options, other places like that, then why are we settling when we're finding a doctor? I know it's easy to fall into that rut, but your health is so important. Enter ZocTalk. ZocTalk is a place where you can find and book tens of thousands of top tier doctors, all with verified patient reviews. ZocTalk is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. There's no more waiting awkwardly on hold with a receptionist. You know we hate that. And these doctors all have verified reviews from actual real patients. You can filter specifically for ones who take your insurance, which is so helpful. You can see who's located near you and who's available and who can treat basically any condition you're searching for. Plus, a typical wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is between just 24 to 72 hours. That's it. You can even score same-day appointments. When I moved to LA years ago, I discovered ZocDoc because I was so tired of having to call all these different offices and wait. It took hours sometimes to figure out which doctor in town could help me and which one took my insurance, but not anymore with ZocDoc. I was able to find everything from a psychiatrist to a GI doctor, and I did that all through ZocDoc. And the app has only gotten better over time. I still use it. I still love it. I always recommend it to people, whether you have phone anxiety like me or not. It couldn't get easier to find a doctor with ZocDoc. Go to ZocDoc.com slash drink and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash drink. ZocDoc dot com slash drink. Nice. Wow. That's so nice. <laughs> I don't know. Welcome to the podcast, and that's why we drink, where we talk about dogs in baby voices. And how nice they are. Baby handsome boy. Is that so special? All those belly rubs? I have a surprise for you. Oh, good. I have a surprise for you, too. Do you really? Yours is probably better. Do you want to do yours first, then? No, please do yours first. You want me to blow you out of the water first? Oh, fuck. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I need you what to do you mean? I need you to close your eyes, and I want, this, um, I want Eva to videotape You this. told Eva to bring her phone. I didn't... They took my bra off, so... Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just want Eva... I just know you're going to wish that you had this on tape. All right. Should just, I take my glasses off? Oh, I mean, now I'm being vain, and it's not working. <laughs> Nothing worse than trying to be vain and it's just not successful. Okay, just close your eyes. Okay. 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 So I went home. Mm-hmm. And while I was home for the wedding. Oh, right. I went through my stuff. <gasps> and I found something. Oh, for God's sake. And so you may open your eyes. <laughs> <gasps> I found oh, my clown nose. Oh, my God, <laughs> M. That's your original clown nose. This is the original. That's the original fucking... 2006, baby. That's like real... Look at his nostrils. Ah! Ew! <laughs> Why? Why the hell does it have nostrils? You so look I can like, breathe. You look like a serial killer. Okay, well, that's not the reaction I was expecting. Sorry. But thank you. I love it. It's beautiful. You look so handsome. But it's it's it still fits like a glove. It actually is so weird how it fits your... Instead of those big... It's a custom-made nose. I didn't just buy this from a costume shop. Wait, they like mold your nose like a retainer, but for your nose. Wait, like they size your nose and figure out what, what's good for your face shape. 
That's all. That's all I wanted, Eva. I just wanted her to have that for the rest of her life documented. I don't know what to do with this. So for the rest of the episode, I was thinking I'd just go clown nose on you. Can you squeak it? No. Oh. You can only do that to the uniform, the shirt. Yeah. You want to touch <laughs> it? You want to touch it? Nope. <laughs> it's so bananas. It looks like your nose. Mm-hmm. It's not like the big round ones. No, they're never actually the, the big round one. Those are just like the ones that everyone... It's a stigma that we're trying to break, actually. So. Oh, oops. Your shirt doesn't help. <laughs> You're like weird jersey. My own clown uniform. That is... Yep. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad it still exists. And I'm glad you didn't throw it away. I would have Me been, too. I would have been worried you would have thrown it's it away. It's apparently... It's starting to disintegrate, though, which is... <gasps> no! Because, I mean, it's just, it's just a thin piece of, like, silicone. So it's, like, breaking down after a decade. After, like, more than a decade. So if you, like, look at it, it's starting to, like, stretch out and... It doesn't have the same shine it used to, you know? It used to be polished. You gotta just... And now it's just a matte nose. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you just gotta put some WD-40, shine that thing up. I'm Listen, I'm wearing a clown nose. I'm drinking my LaCroix. It's a very L.A. kind of day. We're in a very weird place in our lives. What's my surprise? Okay, here we go. My dad was here yesterday. He was? Yeah, he was here for two days. Did I not tell you that? Uh, nope. So he was here kind of randomly for two days hi dad is he- that why your whole house is clean no but that's because my mom was here for a week oh <laughs> and she planted a whole bunch of things in the backyard and set up my whole house and tim cleaned every single window in my house what a ge- gem and genius and gentleman you you sounded like um the triple g you sounded like when you hold down a key on a keyboard for a really long time <laughs> and it goes like i am microsoft sam actually <laughs> You're clippy. Um, okay, so my dad was in town yesterday, and I wanted him to come say hi and leave you a little message. So I'm going to play it for you, and I want you to kind of just, like, listen and say whatever you want. Oh, okay. So here's his little message. Can you say testing, testing? Testing, testing, testing. You talk into the microphone. You talk into the microphone. You talk into the microphone. I talk there into the microphone. Good, 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 good. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Okay. Um, I'm here with the world famous slag pot expert, uh, Bernie Sheba. Um, Hi, Dad. How are you doing? Oh, so far, so good. Thanks for dinner. You're so welcome. (laughs) My pleasure. So, we just wanted to surprise Em um, and say hi. And uh, I didn't even bring it up, but my dad bought Em a couple little gifts. What? Little German themed gifts. Oh, here it is. German soccer themed. What? So I'm gonna give those to M on the episode. Here it is. It's a um, black you guys soccer rubber don't get duck. To meet until my wedding, basically. <laughs> I know it's to surprise M, mm. but the first thing I need to say is you for sure surprised me because yes, that's uh, what I do. I You're end welcome. up in that, uh, and that's why we drink studio mm-hmm. yeah somebody who never drank a drop of alcohol in <laughs> that's his me. life and i still feel that this and that's why we drink <laughs> podcast is just a slap in my face <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about what song to do as our father-daughter dance oh that's right yeah have you had any thoughts because i listened to about 30 songs today and none of them felt right yeah, no, I'm not into dancing, as you know. Oh, so come I, on. You did, like, the freaking, what, waltz at your I wedding. Mean, <laughs> he waltz. Crazy-ass waltz. Yeah, and he, then my mom so did the Austrian waltz. You should do what your dad did oh, and Jesus. practice for eight weeks did in an a eight-week studio. And I'm like, waltz. do you think Blaze looks like the type who's going to waltz with me? Yes. No. no. And they kicked me out after three weeks. They actually did kick him out. Why? What's the name? Arthur Murray. Arthur I, Miller I was or Murray. just dismissed. Uh, they paid dis- for six sessions. People, they, they kicked him out. Uh, yeah, they did. After Legitimately. Th- after three. 
and said I would never be able to handle that, and I fear that with Blaze it would take probably only one lesson. (laughs) (laughs) Dad, here's what you don't understand. That is a you're kicking out after three weeks. It's the perfect beginning to a movie where you come back. And you show them how well you can dance. You know what I mean? Like they kick you out of the dance studio. Thank you. Every dance movie, streets, and then you come back. He was just like, "What the fuck is going on?" (laughs) And everyone is so impressed, and you win a bunch of awards. I was doing it, but right at the time when I wanted to show everybody, Uh I think I stepped on Els train or what's the name of this thing oh no i did oh no i did the, her 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 train of her her yeah, wedding gown that's, that's he did that. oh dear mm-hmm. oh. i think she almost fell down but um well anyway thank you for joining us i also just want to have one last thing um do you have anything to say to m since you're sitting in M's current chair right now. Oh, oh yeah, that's You're right. sitting what in M's honor. chair. What an honor. You're <laughs> no, sitting no, in the throne. No, really. what an honor for M. Oh. <laughs> I want to say hello, M, and I'm really looking forward to meeting you uh, in Did October. Did you know M right? is officiating the wedding? Uh, right. Yes, okay. Uh, officiating, and, and I think there will be no booze or anything. <laughs> We'll all be very sober. Right. Uh And I think that the (laughs) gift, I I brought that little gift, or one of the little gifts is that little black uh, magic duck. It's It's so cool. It's a magic magic duck duck, uh, from Germany. And um, I thought I heard you guys quacking, uh, quacking, quacking, uh, uh, quacking on the air. (laughs) That's mean. Quack, quack, quack. And I thought this is the perfect gift. You know? <laughs> he nailed it. He's what reminds me of M? A duck. He nailed it. That's nice. It's very kind. A no, magical I mean, duck, though. A magical duck. It. I think it will change its colors. Yeah, it yeah, does. I'm gonna yeah. like it. I think when no. you take a bath or whatever. Yeah. I don't know how. That when I take goes. a bath in my duck from we'll Bernie Schieffer. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. But anyhow, no, I'm. I'm no, no kidding. So I'm. Really Y'all, Eva just hears me. us and not my dad's talking. Dad yeah. talking. So piece she of just, my mind. Uh, she just regarding hears the f words. Oh, uh, what we're getting yelled at for? We're getting, getting yelled at about cursing. Well, Hold on. It's, uh, how do you say that? I don't get the proper English right now for this thing here. That uh, it's just uh, the amount of f words. Uh-huh. It's just it's fully astonishing. appropriate it's, uh, for the year we live in and the, year, the society the, we are surrounded by. As far as I'm he's concerned, he's trying so hard. Uh, just say, <laughs> just I won't saying. let him have it. Yeah. <laughs> That's true, except there's no. Uh, I don't think that I need to hold up any sort of decency for anybody that uh, that we talk about, especially because most of them are murderers. Oh, I don't oh, find well, them to have valid. any sort of uh, you know need for decency. But you know, to each his own. Whatever floats your boat. Different strokes, different folks. Oh. <laughs> Somehow my dad still well listens said. to the first 10 minutes of the show every week, and that's it. Let's <laughs> try to find out what you guys are doing. Yeah, Otherwise, to, fa- to figure out know. if I've moved to a new house yeah, or not. Like I <laughs> got, found that out Gotten by a accident. new pet. That's yeah, you right. found out about the cat. Yeah. yeah, and I found out that you get married. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you find out all these things <laughs> by listening to He's that. calling you out, Christine. Unbelievable how helpful this You're thing welcome. is. You're yeah. welcome. Like it's like a newsletter to my family. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, like a Christmas card anyway, every week. Thank you for joining us obnoxious on our little fireside chat. Um, Thank you. It was an honor and a pleasure. Off to Canada. 
Uh, oh yeah, wait. That's right. And M's favorite country is Canada, oh, so I'm very jealous great. of him. You know that your great uncle, my uncle, was Canadian. You don't know that. No, I don't. I don't See. know that. I don't like how he goes. You don't cool. know that. M, I'm Canadian. Know. Suck it. Yeah. Um, how does it I'm feel? Give M his gifts now. So. Okie dokie. Here you go. Okay. Bye, Love Daddy. You. Love Bye-bye. you. Okay. So. So wait a minute. You're Canadian. Apparently, I'm Canadian. I don't know. Amazing. Oh, Eva missed all this. My my dad just revealed to me that my great uncle is Canadian. My great uncle was George Burns. So what? Are you serious? Yeah. And his wife was Grace Young. So my aunt. I don't know who. I don't know. I don't think I know who that is. The, From the George Burns I know and Grace Young show. Oh wait. Yeah. Oh my God. Who is this related to? My great uncle. Holy shit. Well, he went to my mom's grad high school graduation. Oh my god! He fell asleep at the table. <laughs> <laughs> that's me as an old person. Um, my dad got you this uh, weird duck that's like the Borussia Dortmund um, soccer team uh, duck. It's it starts out black and then it is like uh, heat heat sensitive. Yeah, and when you, take, you touch it, it becomes yellow. If you put it in the bathtub, it becomes yellow. A little yellow rubber ducky. Yeah, I tried reading the box at first. But it's in German. Mm. So I really had to figure this one out on my own. Um, I think you did a great job. Um, also, sorry, that was so long. I skipped to the end at the end there. But You're fine. Your uh, dad was so nice. He, he was nice until he was just like denying any culpability about Right. Mr. He didn't want Chatfield. you to be right. He didn't want you to be right. No, he didn't. And uh, he's the one who tells me about Mr. Chatfield. So he didn't want me to put him on the spot, I guess. But <sighs> that's the story. That's who that's that's the, the man, the legend, the myth you know whatever order that's supposed to go in um anyway loved it how are you why do you drink this week what's up um i drink because i had a dream Uh uh-huh um i guess more of a creepy dream oh god that was my nose by the way my uh, oh i don't like that it sounds like a dog with allergies my nose is itchy but i can't scratch it take that thing off (laughs) um when i so i had a dream that i was in a uh, that I was reaching my hand into a freezer. Oh, God. But I couldn't see into the back of the freezer. It was like a void. And so I stuck my hand in there, and then I felt someone else grab my <gasps> hand from the other side. And then as if they were, like, successfully pulling me in, I felt them grab my arm, cl- like, further and further and pull me further and further in. And I could feel my body lifting in the dream. Like, I could feel my like body actually pulling getting pulled you into up it. and pulling and pulling and pulling until they got to my shirt and then they were, like, pulling near my neck. And then I woke up and I was actually sitting up in bed, <laughs> which was just the creepiest. Ew! Um, I'm also and too- then M peels his fucking nose off. <laughs> <laughs> and then I peeled my claw nose off. That's so gross. Um, oh, wait, you were sitting up in bed? Yes. That's not okay. In the middle of the night, and this was the first night in a while that Allison hasn't spent the night. I just so got, like, full body chills. I was, like... It, of course it was three in the morning of course it was um and allison wasn't there and <laughs> it was just very frightening so all i had to do was go back to bed so lord wasn't fun um so that happened and then eva made a good point of like uh you said something about like you would have just woken up and like move into another room or like left and like gone to like the couch outside i couldn't do that either because one of the other main reasons that I drink this week is because we now have a homeless woman. What? That bangs on my door. At what? Rant. This last night was the second time this has happened. She aggressively, like not like what? like basically like how Tamara from The Strangers would knock on a door. 
Like, I'm gonna... Oh, your worst nightmare. Great. Like, she literally, like... She went... Like, bang knocking. And... But, like, that was, like, a lot more quiet. Like, it, like, was joltingly loud and alarming. She just does it on your front door? Well, she did it, and at the, the first time Allison was over, and nobody else was home so you're like oh maybe it's one of the roommates and they can't get in the house and it was like you know that tune where like everyone does like it's me right Mm -hmm. and so we looked out the window because it it wasn't no one had ever knocked on the door like that before so we were like we don't know who it is and allison was like don't open the door because it's usually the one who opens the door so then she looked out the eye hole and it looked like it was our roommate christine and uh since it looked kind of like the silhouette of Christine. Allison opens the door. No, Speaking Allison, of which, no. classic Allison. Because I said, I can't tell who that is. And then she was like, it looks like Christine. And then opens the door. Oh, no. And this homeless woman is like, hello, I am a homeless woman. Can I please steal your towel that's on the porch to sleep on the ground with? Because we have a like a camp chair and a towel outside on the sure. porch. And we were like, yeah, do you want to take the chair too? like, just get off the just get away I mean, it's nice like, that she asked instead of just stealing your towel yeah, so it's like still it's like still jarring yeah. i'm like i wish you kind of just stole the towel <laughs> but just so, take the towel. so you're like oh well, you can you can have the chair too like if you want like a chair to sleep on sure. so you're not sleeping on the ground and she was like no thank you i don't want the chair and then she was like i'm gonna take your towel now and then grab the towel and then left but she was she just did it so alarmingly and also not only that but um, the screen window to the front of the house has looked like it has been tampered with and oh, someone tried to get in. no. And people, someone has been ripping open our packages. No. Um, so like now I have to get everything shipped to work. But like someone has been going through all of our stuff and like tearing apart the package and like fit, like messing around with what's they going on in the boxes. They touch fucking HelloFresh, I swear <laughs> to God. But so like that plus that plus that, I was just like really... And then you wake up sitting up in bed at night. Yeah. And then, yeah, exactly. So I was like, I don't want to be on the couch because the homeless woman might look through the window because we have like those weird blinds that like you can still kind of see through. Nope. Nope. No, 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 no. I was like, I don't want to sleep in the living room and I don't want to be in my room. It was just a very. Absolutely not. Jarring night. Anyway, why do you drink? Oh, my God. I drink because every member of my family has been here in the last four weeks and it's been really awesome. And honestly, they've helped me out a lot, but. It's been really hot. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of people in my house. Ugh, yeah. Gio hurt his paw. Aww. I'm just really tired always. Right. Um, I just am so tired. <laughs> well, Gio does look so handsome without his cone of shame. I know. He's very he's so really, happy. Well, the day that he could finally run again, he just, my sister walked outside and he just ran around her for like 40 minutes and we just all stood there and watched and he just like ran and ran and ran until he tired himself out. So he's, he's much better. Well, I am. I also drink because, like, uh, real soon is my bachelorette party. <gasps> yes. Everyone in this room is going except Gio. Well, Gio's not going. Gio's not going, yeah. Um, but it's going to be really fun. Yeah. I'm planning it, so Em's planning it's going to be fun. So better be <laughs> No, I'm planning it, so I know it's going to be fun. Um, and uh, hats off to Al- uh, to M, Allison, to everybody else who's helped out to blaze's aunt lisa who like hooked us up with nice rooms and apparently we're going to the chippendales which i'm just trying not to think about because it just gives me so much anxiety but (laughs) it'll be fun um and then we're going to freaking nashville yes the week after oh boy so we're just kind of dragging eva all over the place 
You poor Eva. <laughs> this is your life now. You get to go to bachelorette parties in Nashville. So. Oops. <laughs> um. Anyway, so that's what I got for you. Okay. But you guys, oh, we released a couple more VIP tickets for Nashville. So if you haven't gotten yours yet, please go check it out. Um. There's a few left. Also, some left for our Hollywood show in September and DC. Yep. 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 Okay. Eva, do you have a reason you drink or no? I'm gonna. I'm gonna Just, reiterate that it's been too hot. So hot. It's been so hot. Like 115 the other day. <sighs> It's been uh, at my work. I work out in the valley, and I got in my car, and it said 121, and it was That's just stupid. It was like so hot; it was cold. That's, I like, couldn't there was figure a day, it out. The first yeah, well, I was like, yeah, like heat goosebumps. There was a day where I started shivering, and I realized I'd walked two miles, and it was 116 out, and I was like, I was like, I'm cold, and I was like that's not good because that means i'm probably gonna die and so i forced myself to go drink water but man it has been rough and i know a lot of people in the whole world who are listening to this are like yeah we know we're also doing that so props to you and everyone and everyone's gonna say well at least it's a dry heat we don't you don't have to deal with humidity which is true we've dealt with that too but also we live out in the desert so but also we live in la and we like to complain so just let us do it Thank we you. got a podcast because we wanted to complain. So if you're going to complain that we're complaining too much, then you can complain to someone else. Elsewhere on your own podcast. This is a place where everyone gets to complain and no one gets to complain about it. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Oh, that's all I want in life. Okay, cool. Tell me a ghost story. Okay. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account. If you're looking for creative ways to increase revenue, then get started with Squarespace's new feature, Squarespace Courses. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online course. Start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. With Squarespace Courses, you can create engaging content your audience will love, then simply add a paywall and set the price. Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to www.squarespace.com drink to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Pull it out of your pocket. I have man pockets, so like they could have just ran away. It's like so deep down there. <laughs> They're in the abyss. I really put my whole hand in the po- in the pocket, and I was like, I can't find them, and I had to go even further into the pocket. Keep digging. I had to keep digging. All right. <clears throat> Here, sorry. You look marvelous, darling. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, this is one I started a while ago, like probably a couple months ago, and I just never got back. I moved on. And now I'm moving back. Intriguing. I'm back on my bullshit. <laughs> um, it's like that ex you never forgot about. Who? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. The ex that was a ghost story. I don't know. Just go with it. It's too hot to think straight. It is really hot and we have to do a whole episode. Sorry. Here. Are you okay over there? 
Yeah, the fan was blowing the notes Do you everywhere. Want me to turn it down? No, it's too, oh. no, no. Okay. No, we're going to make that work. Okay, so this is in Savannah, Georgia. Mm. This is in a town in Savannah called Old Fort. Listen, I love Savannah, Georgia. Me too. Beautiful. And uh, the place is called the Pirate House. <gasps> Never heard of it. Okay, cool. Me either. I almost just ate the microphone. Mm, My yum. face is so close. Okay, so the Pirate House is a tavern restaurant. Love it already. Um, it is one block from the Savannah River on East Broad Street, in case anyone wants to go there. I do. Okay. Um, maybe another time. Uh, it was built in 1753, which makes it the oldest building in Savannah. Uh, however, it was addressed to me in my notes via Google that although it is modern day, it still has the feel of the 1800s. Aw. Which I enjoy. I feel like that's cool. Yeah. So it started out as one house that was called the Herb House because there, people were um, doing a lot of gardening on the land originally. They made an herb house, ended up not really working out as an herb house. They kept building additions to it, and it eventually turned into a restaurant. Okay. So because they connected so many small additions onto this one small house, it turned into a big restaurant. And so there are supposedly 15 different separate dining rooms on the first floor because they just kept connecting buildings and buildings. And so it just expanded into this big dining room. But instead of one big, it's just 15 separate. Yeah, like all the walls come from different houses, (laughs) apparently. (laughs) Okay. Um, So the first floor is the tavern and the second floor was the inn where people spent the night it also in my notes said where men spent the night which makes me think women weren't welcome in inns unless it was like a brothel or something yeah that was my first thought but i don't know i don't know that was what google said so don't get mad at me okay i'll Um, try so there's a stairway clearly which leads from the first floor to the second floor people cannot fly so they needed stairs so there are stairs oh wow thank you for that you're welcome um for many decades since the 1920s and then for many decades after that there was a jazz bar on the second floor called the Hard Hearted Hannah's. That's fun. Um, which was upstairs, and the upstairs now is blocked off from guests. It is used for storage. Um, in the basement, there was a brick tunnel, which was big enough to drive a bus through, apparently. What? That was the, <laughs> the proportions the I got. Point? <laughs> it's like you could drive a bus through there in the 1750s. Um, a bus was just a horse. Yeah, <laughs> you could drive a hundred horses through there. <laughs> the tunnel, however, is now bricked over at both ends, so you can't actually go through the tunnel at all. Oh, um, but it's rumored at one point to have hid dead bodies during the yellow fever epidemic from the public. Oh, good. And it was uh, rumored to be one of the hideouts during the Underground Railroad. Oh shit, that's pretty cool. The tunnel was originally used, your favorite, as a rum cellar. That and the undergrad. I mean, I'm not going to say I like the rum more than the... Than Harriet Tubman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not going to say that. I, you would like having rum I with Harriet like Tubman. they're a good pairing. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. You can always pair Harriet Tubman with some, some good booze. rum. Yeah, agreed. And so it was a rum cellar, but it was also used by outlaw privateers to smuggle liquor into the city. Oh, but I like that too, so add that. Okay. So like a triple thing. Triple threat. Triple threat. Sure. Like you're... In the Venn diagram middle of, like, Harriet Tubman. Mm, sure. And she privateers got smuggling in liquor. Yep. And then rum is over there, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, so, you are the rum, I think. You're just swimming in it in the middle of the Venn diagram. I'm just in the middle of the rum pool. You're, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you got, got it. it. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. So the house... Oh, sh- my God. A rum diagram. Just kidding. I'm sorry. That wasn't funny. 
a Venn diagram. Ah, that's it. I'm sorry. You win. Okay. <laughs> so the uh, even though it's called the Pirate's House, it should be called the Privateer's House because once it was built, pirates had actually already been chased out of the area by the British Navy. Mm. So no pirates were ever there. It was like the pirates, I guess, had already moved to less civilized waters, such as India. Oh, sure. And uh, oh, so it was it should have been called the privateers house because privateers uh, were regularly staying there. And it was an inn and tavern that says it was meant for merchants and sailors, but it was mainly privateers who went there and privateers were actually worse than pirates because the privateers were basically legal pirates. Oh, so with the English government giving them permission, they were allowed to raid ships, kill the crew, sell the ship, and then give a percentage what? to the government. This was legal. Yeah. Fuck. So there was one French privateer named Jean Lafitte. Mm. Um, I've heard of that guy. Have you? Yeah. But I think it was literally in Savannah. Oh, weird. On like a tour or something. Well, he had a deal with the British. He was one of the French privateers that was allowed to do this for the British, which was kind of unheard of at the time. Right. I think. Um, I'm not too sure. I think. Don't quote me on that. I don't know either, to be honest. <clears throat> um, but so he was one of the people who was regularly at the inn. So they think one of the spirits might be him because he was there oh. so often because it was also an inn. So he stayed there for weeks at a time. Right. Um, he also did so well at being a privateer and helping out the British government that he ended up earning his own home in New Orleans. That was apparently so fantastical that oh boy. Robert Louis Stevenson was inspired by that house and wrote a segment of his novel on Shut it in Treasure Island. Up. So his house, the house was somehow a inspiration for Treasure Holy Island. Holy shit. Um, he also based some of the characters of Treasure Island on the privateers that would come in and out of the pirate house, including Captain Flint. No way. So Flint died of drinking too much alcohol in the story, and he died while shouting out, Darby McGraw fetched the rum. Ironically, <laughs> there is a spirit who is nicknamed Captain Flint, and there have been uh, reports of people hearing someone moaning for more rum. Oh, that is Christine's ghost in the future. That's just me sleeping. When Imagine I... if your future ghost haunted your present. Oh, future. Oh, we've talked about this. Remember? I know we've, we've talked, talked about, it a lot about if we were dead. I think about it a lot, and we haunt ourselves. Well, my thought is always like when you get like those gut feelings that you shouldn't do something. Yeah. I always think that it's actually my future ghost coming and like, but don't you feel punching like me in the future gut? Future ghost is like whatever i'm already dead i don't care about my live self maybe i don't know it's hard to say like i feel like my future self would want to fuck with my current self maybe mm -hmm. i don't know i mean i know i would want to fuck with myself somehow and if time travels involved i'm gonna do it i mean i would want to fuck with you as a dead ghost thank you that, nice. i don't mean it in that way <laughs> i mean i the, mean no matter what uh, thank you no matter what it's a compliment i want to oh god you want to fuck with me it's, it's fine too hot. everyone ship it no <laughs> it's too hot okay so it's so hot that your stupid duck won't turn back to black it's stuck at yellow <laughs> or it's stuck at weird dirty gross green you can text your dad all about that and be like the duck is doing fine out of water it's we're not doing fine colors. but the duck is um, so, like I said, the privateers, they had a, quote, letter of mark, which granted them legal rights to raid ships and then kill the people on the ships and then sell the ships. Oh, cute. For a okay. profit. Really great. Uh, they were this. Oh, OK. So the pirate house was seen as a place that most citizens were afraid to go to because 
not just because of the dangerous people who were there, but what the dangerous people would do to them if they went into the tavern. Oh, okay. So, um, like I said, it was mainly English and French privateers that would come in here. And they were very violent men, and they thought they were above the law because technically they were. And there were uh, privateer captains who they had trouble recruiting privateers because it was such a dangerous job that they regularly needed to force people to join their their little groups. So there was this practice called crew impressment. Oh, God. Where innocent people like you or me uh, could go into the bar if you're just like a citizen of Savannah and want to get a drink. They were always at risk because if they drank too much, Mm. then they could end up getting drugged or knocked on the head and go unconscious. Basically, they would also try to get people drunk, like, oh, let's play a drinking game and get them really drunk and then make them unconscious or or roofie them. And uh, would they basically they would wake up on a ship a hundred what like hundreds of miles offshore and they would find out that they had been shanghaied. And oh my god! They would be sold to captains for an average of thirteen dollars, and what then the fuck? And then um, they were forced to work on the ship, or, or else they would be thrown overboard. What? Uh, so there's stories. They of just like, wanted to go get a fucking rum and coke, and then all of a sudden <laughs> they wanted their Venn diagram. They just <laughs> and look where they ended up. So stupid. There's one uh, story of a cop from Savannah who went to get a. Dr- Get, went in to get a drink uh-huh. and he ended up waking up in china and oh! they forced him to work for two years before he found his way back to savannah as a cop how scary is that Jesus. well he was a cop and was like this is illegal and they're like well they're like great you're in china now it doesn't matter <laughs> yeah and also we're above the law and also there's more of us and also there's the plank you can walk it if you don't want to work for us for two years Jeez, that is horrifying the basement with the tunnel that is now blocked up Although it was supposed to be a rum cellar, uh, it was used to transport these men while they were unconscious to waiting ships in need of sailors. Oh, my gosh. They would just take, like... They would just bring them downstairs, just drag their unconscious bodies downstairs, and then get them on a ship and sell them off while they're still unconscious. And then when they wake up, they've already been sold... Jesus. ...to a captain, and now they're a privateer. How fucked up, dude. So the French privateers, there were... um, there were two French ships that were in town one night that came to port and on on the way to rob South America. You know how that is. Yeah. God, if I haven't been there a million times. <laughs> and while they were there, they tried to recruit or impress um, some American citizens. Sure. And two American sailors were pissed about that. And it led to some friction between the two groups. And basically, they all got in a knife fight. <gasps> and two American sailors and one French sailor died. Fuck. On the property. So there's that. This place is also considered a house museum by the American Museum Society and is also still on some of the best restaurant lists in Savannah. Oh, that's good. So that's nice. It saved some of its uh, grandeur, I guess. So I'm going to I'm just going to go through the ghost stuff. Yeah, please. It's not a lot. This was a quick one, but a good one, I think. It's good. It's I, good. I apologize. It's not mine's as pretty. Lengthy. Mine's pretty long, so. You know, I feel like we always do that where I'm we like, do. Christine, I'm sorry. The story isn't very long. And you're like, good, because I got a fucking novel. Because I wasn't so. going to say anything, but I'm glad you did. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's the ghost stuff. Okay. There is drunk, joyful laughter heard from the second floor. Oh, that's just me. That's Christine. There I am. Hello. Uh, employees see apparitions of uh, ghosts walking through the upstairs, like in, into all the different rooms. Good. 
When the upstairs was used as a jazz club, apparently the coffee pot would throw itself against the wall. Oh. With or without hot coffee. Someone does. <laughs> so sometimes you just had to dodge it. Someone does not like jazz music. I, that was me. Oh, um, oh boy. Oh no. Oh boy. I just never got into it. I'm La sorry. La Land. You didn't watch that? No, no comment. Um, on the second floor and the basement, there is a scar-faced ghost oh. of a rough privateer. And that's the one nicknamed Captain Flint. A rough privateer. A rough one. Rough. As opposed to the softies. The smooth ones. Uh, Flint, as they call him, uh, roams the walled-off tunnel and has been seen walking into the tunnel. Like, walking into the wall. Oh, to the blocked-off. Yeah. Uh, on the first floor, there is a strange presence that has been felt on the stairs. There has been an apparition of an angry man dressed in 18th century seaman <laughs> uh, garb. And he is seen walking through the dining rooms in the kitchen. He has an intimidating bully vibe. What a jerk. And he has... <laughs> this one's kind of wild. The cook apparently saw him from across the room, like a rom-com. <laughs> he walked up to the cook when he was noticed. Walked up to him. Oh, oh no. Glared at him nose to nose in the face. And then he turned to leave and he faded away as he left. But the cook... I guess he was wearing like a long jacket, this, this angry ghost. He was wearing a long jacket. As he turned, his coattails hit the cook, and the <gasps> cook could feel the coattails hit him. Ew. Like, it was like a hard, leathery coattail that hit him that swung when the guy turned. That's fucked up. And then the ghost faded away. So, like, for a second, he was like, that thing was as real. It was, real like, as physically yeah. in front of me. Yeah. In dining rooms, the place settings rearrange themselves after people leave for the night. Um, a cop went down to the basement and saw... This is a good one. Oh, we'll never hear this again. <laughs> the cop went down to the basement and saw ghosts of men carrying a drunk ghost man. <laughs> and somehow the ghost world was like, we need to imprint this. Imagine on the real like world. being drunk for eternity. Okay, don't think about that, Christine. <laughs> what do you think I imagine on like, a daily what, basis? What do you think my vision board is for the afterlife? Yeah. Um, no, but so that is. It's wild. also kind of a sad story because that means he was watching oh, basically being taken the recreation of a drunk man not knowing where he's going, getting dragged I into the tunnel. If that's why the energy of it was so like strong. so strong. Yeah. yeah, that's fucked up. But so he apparently saw a ghost man that was definitely drunk getting carried out by two How other sober terrifying. men. Terrifying. Uh, they were. He was carried through the basement, across the room, and then through the blocked up wall, which means he was getting dragged through the tunnel. Through the tunnel. Um. A waitress also went down to the basement, and she said she felt very dizzy and sick to her stomach, and she couldn't stop feeling sick, so she went back upstairs. Whenever she went to work after that day, just walking into the main room, she would feel that sick again. Oh, no. Um, apparently, a psychic went into the restaurant and didn't know her story, but found her and said that there are entities here, and they are punishing you for snooping around the tunnel. <gasps> oh! man that's creepy because that means they're like aware they're aware of that what's happening that creeps me out so much um the paranormal ghost hunters of north georgia uh there was an investigator during one of their lockdowns that felt something try to take his flashlight out of his pocket he said he could feel it getting pulled out and he thought one of his one of the other investigators was pulling a prank on him he turned around and no one was there, but he could feel the flashlight still getting pulled out of his pocket. Oh, God. He grabbed the flashlight right before it would have fallen to the ground, and his hand became colder and colder until the flashlight felt frozen. Um, another angry sailor ghost stares at you from the bottom of the stairs up while you're standing on the second floor. No. Which is just the most intimidating. No, I don't like that at all. Because then you're trapped upstairs, you know? Yeah, yeah. 
chairs in only one section of the restaurant get rearranged every night and staff have heard them moving from other rooms. How irritating would that be if you work there? Imagine if you just cleaned all of the tables God. and all of the chairs and all, and then you go into another room and you can hear chairs dragging across God. the floor. And you're like new there and you're like, my boss is just going to be pissed that I didn't do it. <laughs> oh, how irritating. Um, when staff are working alone, they report feeling several people are watching them. Some say that the feeling is so strong it leaves them paralyzed and they can feel breath on the side of their face. Ugh. Many have said that a seaman uh-huh, <laughs> standing in, has been standing in front of them, staring at them, and then fades away. Uh, a lot of people have also seen the apparition of a so- uh, sailor, sorry, of a sailor standing next to them shoulder to shoulder, so they can just feel someone press, like leaning against them. Yeah. Um, apparently, this sailor, they can also smell liquor on his breath. Oh, God. Uh, there are footsteps of sailor boots against plank floors, so you can hear like their feet dragging. Right. Um, you can also hear sailor shanties being sung from basement and up from the basement and upstairs when nobody is there. Fun. Uh, I love hearing grown men chanting when I'm alone. Oh, my favorite. People walking past the house have reported seeing people in 18th century garb walking up through the rooms upstairs. It's like they look into the window and see like people in 18th century clothes walking around and no one's up there. Blah. People have heard tables falling over as if they got, like, flipped over. God, these are, like, some really aggressive ghosts. And then they go into the room and nothing's actually been touched. Oh, so they just good. hear the sounds of it. Uh, you can smell cigar smoke in uh, the restaurant area, even though smoking's no longer allowed. And people have heard men in the basement say, where am I? <gasps> as in, like, the unconscious oh, ones. fuck. See, yeah. that's so messed up. Um, they have also heard other voices... They've heard multiple men's voices saying, grab him by the feet. And then you can <gasps> Holy hear... Holy shit. And then you can hear heavy dragging down the stairs. Holy shit. Like they're dragging a body down the stairs. I'm going to be honest. I just keep thinking, like, if they were doing this to grown men, like, sorry, what were they doing to women? Like, yeah. how yeah. how horrifying that it's so easy for them to just, like, do this and drag them to other countries. Anyway. Jesus. Continue. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Okay. Um, guests at the restaurant have seen other guests... This is the wild one. Yeah. Guests at the restaurant, you and me at a restaurant, have seen guests at other tables dressed from another no. time period eating from period plates and food that is not on the menu. And they're like, I'll have what she's having. And everyone's like, <laughs> it's not a funny joke. <laughs> they will double take and look back to see a present day dressed ew! family. Oh, so they like replace. Yeah. Ew, 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 ew. Sometimes mind. they will look back and nobody's there at all. And mm-hmm. nobody has disturbed the table or the present day plateware. That is creepy. So they'll just like all of a sudden hallucinate. I like, just want to know what they're like a eating. time travel. <laughs> I just want to know what the turkey legs about. I just want to know. Staff also will come in early to prep for the day or when they're closing. Um, so either beginning or end of the night, they will hear people in the dining rooms as if someone came in before the place is open and they'll go in and nobody's in there, but they can still hear multiple men having conversations Ugh. with each other. Um, there are electrical surgery surgeries please there, no no <laughs> None there of are that. electrical surges and new equipment or new equipment will not work um evps have included who are you Mm-mm. what are you wearing and can you hear me yet yet oh god that is so creepy em um one time a staff member said that all the electronics turned on by themselves some of which were unplugged uh-uh. or not working beforehand 
Staff have also said that they have looked out into the restaurant and it looked like it was packed, and then they blink and half the people have vanished. Staff will go upstairs to tell patrons that they cannot be up there, but then they realize that nobody had actually gone upstairs. They just followed an apparition. Uh, Menus will go missing. Cups will move themselves from shelf to shelf, and you can still hear jazz music from upstairs where the club used to be. That's kind of nice. There are sounds of glasses falling from the bar and hitting the ground. Oh. When nothing has actually happened and there's no shattered glass and none of the cups are missing. And same with the sounds of bar stools dragging across the floor. There is the sound of a man loudly slurring his words and uh, just very drunk. Okay. And the sounds of a person heavily and drunkenly staggering from one side of the room to the other. Oh. And you're like, you don't know where to dodge it. Yeah, you just, you just hear, hear it. You just hear a drunk man. Coming towards you. <laughs> and that's it. Ah, the <laughs> ends on the staggering drunk man. Yeah. How creepy. What's it called again? The Pirate House. In Savannah. In Savannah. Wow. You know, Eva posted the uh, road trip bucket list today that mm-hmm. we're doing. Um, We've got some Savannahs on there. And I was like. I know. I would One day we'll be able to do that. to do that. I would love to do that. It it's just so it's fun. just a, an idea for now. But it's a fingers crossed. List. It's a vision board. It is. It's a haunted vision board. Explore new possibilities, pleasure zones, and find your vibe at funlove.com. Funlove.com is a leading online retailer of sensual health and wellness products, offering a wide array of premier brands of toys, lingerie, and accessories. I know I've talked about it before, but we received the most lovely gift basket from Funlove. First of all, I didn't know what it was at first, and then when I pulled out a vibrator, I thought, oh boy, this is not your everyday fruit basket. There was everything, I'm telling you, from sexy perfumes to toys to vibrators to lube. I mean, I gotta say, it's like a one-stop shop, okay? If you go to funlove.com and you're looking for maybe a romantic evening, either with a loved one or with yourself, they've got what you're looking for, I can promise you. So what are you waiting for? Explore, discover, indulge, and make love fun by visiting funlove.com. And if you live in Arizona or Colorado, check out one of their 18 store locations. Hey, maybe I'll stop by when I'm in town. And for a limited time, you can save 30% off your first order when you use the code DRINK at funlove.com. Head to funlove.com today and use code DRINK at checkout to save 30% off your first order. Visit funlove.com today. It feels very fitting that Juniper is currently sitting on my lap uh, because we all want our cats to be healthy and happy because when they're happy, we're happy. But because we're not mind readers, we don't always know when they're unwell. And in my experience, cats are not the most, you know, open when it comes to sharing their woes. And there goes Junie, literally jumped right off me. So helping us keep tabs on our cat's health is just one reason you should use Pretty Litter. Pretty Litter's ultra absorbent crystals trap odor instantly. No more cat bathroom smell, thank God. Pretty Litter's super light crystal base also minimizes mess and dust. Plus, the crystals last up to a month, which means less scooping and fewer trips to the garbage can for Blaze, because that's his job. Here's the coolest thing about Pretty Litter. It changes colors to help monitor early signs of potential illness in our cats, including urinary tract infections and kidney issues. And Pretty Litter ships free right to your door in a small, lightweight bag. Pretty Litter has changed the game. The litter box is right near Leona's room, and so it is very delightful to not have that litter smell all the time when she's taking a nap. Plus, we can rest easy knowing that Juniper 
and his little kidneys are healthy. Pretty Litter helps keep tabs on my cat's health and keeps odors down. You and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as we do. Go to prettylitter.com slash ATWWD and use code ATWWD to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash ATWWD, code ATWWD to save 20%. prettylitter.com slash ATWWD, code ATWWD. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. All right. I hope you enjoy those commercials. They were really good and helpful to the world. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're doing the Lord's work. This, oh. yep. Okay. Lord Byron's work. Okay. Okay. I'm so hot. I feel like I'm having a fever dream. Okay. I think, I think she is, Eva. Um, this is the story of the disappearance of Shannon Matthews. Okay. I don't know her. Great. So this takes place in Dewsbury, West Yorkshire, England. Okay. In 2008. Ooh, Ten recent. Years ago. Recent. Yep. Uh oh. On February nineteenth, two thousand eight, nine-year-old Shannon Matthews uh, begins the half-mile trek from school to her house. And that day was actually a really exciting day for her because at school they had their first swim practice ever, and it was she was in year four, and they had their first swim practice, and so she had been looking forward to this day for ages. So she had just gotten out of swim practice, and she was about to walk home from school, but unfortunately. She never arrived at home. That evening, around 6.48 p.m., her mother, 32-year-old Karen Matthews, called the police to report Shannon missing. So the West Yorkshire police instigated, after, you know, asking her questions and kind of making sure this wasn't a normal behavior, uh, they instigated a 200-person search for Shannon, led by Detective Superintendent Andy Brennan. All in all, police questioned 1,500 motorists and searched 3,000 houses, and by March 5th, a couple weeks later, more than 250 officers and 60 detectives were involved in the investigation, making it the largest police investigation since the Yorkshire Ripper case 30 years earlier. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. So, literally since the 70s, they had not had such a big... They actually utilized 10% of the entire local, like, uh, regional police force just on this case alone. Oh. Like, completely dedicated Jeez. to this case. Okay. Cool. And it cost... Sorry. But yeah, yeah, it cost approximately 3.2 million pounds, the whole investigation. Um, so the newspaper, The Sun, offered a reward of 20,000 pounds. <laughs> I wrote. <laughs> what happened? I wrote LBs in pounds. <laughs> <laughs> well, I probably weigh that much. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm such a dumbass. I, offered, I think I was too lazy to find like the pound symbol. Uh-huh, yeah. And I was too lazy to write pounds. I thought you were laughing at like the fact that this was in like European currency because I was like, like ha ha pounds. No. Like ha ha, it's not in dollars. I just realized I wrote LBs. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's how I probably would have done it too, if we're being honest. So. I just was like, that looks weird for some reason. Okay. You read it pretty fru- fluently though. Yeah, like, I was like, yeah, 20,000 pounds, but that's not right. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so the money, not the weight. Mm. Uh, 20,000 pounds is not quite a reward if you're talking LBs, as far as as I'm concerned. So they offered a reward of 20,000 pounds for information leading to Shannon's safe return. And after 20 days of her still being missing, they increased the reward to 50,000 pounds. So the search was actually compared to the disappearance of Madeline McCann. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that one? Mm -hmm. It's like the girl who was was also from England, but she had been on a trip to Portugal and been taken from her room in the resort. Um, and that had happened a few years earlier, and it's still an unsolved case. But that case got a lot more attention. So people were kind of criticizing the media for not giving this case as much right. attention and notice. Um, because basically, Madeline McCann's family was, like, wealthy. And, you know, she was, like, a really cute 
girl. And so they were kind of saying, well, you're not treating this equally. Uh, so the independent, the newspaper um, basically said, quote, Kate and Jerry McCann, who were Madeline's parents, had a lot. They were a couple of nice middle class doctors on holiday in an upscale resort. Karen Matthews, the mother of Shannon, is not as eloquent nor elegant nor as eloquent which oh. is why they were saying they didn't get as much media like they're attention. being like classist almost yeah, basically yeah. yeah um so anyway shannon's mother karen is basically frantic it's been three weeks since shannon her daughter went missing she's leading her own search parties like making t-shirts rallying the neighbors rallying her friends and family um there's these campaigns and yet some people just couldn't get on board and felt like something was off Oh, boy. So people started to grow suspicious about Karen's odd behavior, including the family liaison officer who was assigned to the case. And her name was, get ready, Detective Constable Christine Freeman. Okay. Well. I know. It went right to my head. I know. <laughs> Quite elegant. I'm just like. I think really you can just put constable in front of anything. Constable. And, and to, but like, come to on. To anyone in America. Well, wow. like, wow, constable. Scotland Yard, you know, it's just like it has a <laughs> ring to it. Yeah. If I were constable, I want to be that for Halloween. Constable Christine. Okay. Well, I'm going to be Captain America, so. <laughs> Captain America. Captain America. Right, right, right. Okay. Detective Constable Christine Freem- Schieffer. Um, anyway, in an, in an interview with The Telegraph in 2017, um, Freeman. Nope. I'm just going to call her Christine. Christine. Just call her yourself. Just use it in the, in the first she, person. I, I uh, recalled. No. <laughs> in 2017, uh, Christine Freeman recalled that she felt something was odd from the start. So when she first got to the house, to Karen's house, Karen and her boyfriend, Craig Meehan, were playing Xbox. And while Christine was trying to, like, interview them to be like, your daughter disappeared yesterday or whatever, she wouldn't, like, look up from her game. Hmm. Like, she was like... Sounds like that fucking date I went on in Santa Clarita. <laughs> God damn. What? Remember that? Remember Homegirl who like played Pokemon Go for three hours? Oh, right. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, so tell me about yourself. And she was like, can you not talk? I get distracted. I got to catch them all. M. And I was like, OK, well, can I can I go home? Can I please leave? <laughs> I was like, can I please go home? So she pulled at that person. Got it. Um, And she like wouldn't look up, wouldn't talk about, didn't seem like distressed or anything. Um, And after a few minutes, Christine's phone rang. And it was like a pop song. You know, remember back in the day when like everyone had like Daddy Yankee or some shit as their, pop, yeah, yeah, as their yeah. ringtone? Mine was Laffy Taffy. Of course it was. <laughs> of course it was. No comment. Mine was like some fucking indie shit like Cold War Kids. Oh my God. Actually, it definitely wasn't. I'm, I'm pretending like I don't it know. Was that. It was Fall Out Boy. It was Fall Out Boy. It was Cold War Kids for like six straight years. Oh, wow. Yep. Okay. Um, so her, song, her phone rings. It was a pop song. And then Karen stops playing xbox gets up and just starts dancing to this like ringtone like a oh, crazy, crazy person. person got it okay <laughs> um yep and by the way her fucking daughter's missing so in addition to christine this detective um karen's close friend also began to doubt her and said that karen came to her house and anytime there was no police or cameras around she would turn back into her normal happy self and like just like put around and like clean and act as if like her daughter was just at a friend's house not like actually missing um and she was like something was off i just didn't know what so she said she remembers one time karen wanted to watch the news so they turned the news on and shannon her daughter's picture came on uh on the tv and her so the friend's uh oldest daughter said i can't wait for shannon to come home and then this woman the friend what's her name again Oh, I didn't, t- I didn't say it. 
Okay, I think her name is Nicole. Her name is M. I get it. M. <laughs> it's not important what her name was. Yeah, yeah. Um, so she said um, to her daughter, she was like trying to be honest and straightforward. And she said to her daughter, well, it's not guaranteed she's going to come home. So we need to prepare ourselves if that happens. Uh, and Karen turns to her. Oh, it was Natalie. Okay. Sorry. The friend's name was oh, Natalie. Okay. Uh, Karen turns to her friend and says, look, she's famous now. She's on TV. Don't worry. She's coming home. And they were like, what the f... And the, Natalie had been her best friend since they were, like, children. Like, they had been friends for decades. And she was, like, she was just acting so weird. And I kept saying, like, if there's anything you need to tell me, you can tell me. Um, so another thing, the police advised Karen not to speak to the press. But she spoke to them constantly, despite being warned that it could put her daughter's life at risk. So they were, Ugh. like, sometimes in cases like this, if you talk to the media it is more likely for your child to be killed. Right. And her friend was like, you can't go out there. She was at her friend's house and Natalie at Natalie's house. And Natalie was like, you can't go out there and talk to them. And she just waltzed right out and was like talking to every camera, every reporter. Was she, she was acting really distraught though to the camera. Yes. Okay. So yeah, exactly. So Natalie was furious that she was just like, I'm going to do it anyway, despite being begged not to. Um, and she said there was, even weirder behavior. So Karen came downstairs for the interview with the press holding a teddy bear. And Natalie asked, oh, is that Shannon's? Karen shrugged and said, I don't know. And then walked outside to talk to the to the cameras. Oh <laughs> and my God. she was like, this is so wild. So she's on camera. She's like, how does Natalie not feel safe? Natalie's uh, just like, something is fucking up. I'd be like, I need to get out of this house before she fucking kills me and right. then pretends that some random teddy bear is mine. And takes the teddy bear. <laughs> um, and so she's on TV with the, this teddy bear that's not even her daughter's, crying and saying she misses her, please bring back my missing princess daughter. And Natalie was like, she's literally <laughs> never said that? Like, she must have been told to say that? Like, it was completely out of nowhere. She's, so she's just acting totally whacked out. Like, none of this makes any sort of sense. Um, so fast forward a little bit. On March 14th, 2008, so this is 24 days after Shannon's disappearance. So a little over three weeks, about three and a half weeks. Police receive a tip from um, a public citizen uh, saying, please check out this flat that's, that's above me. And they go to this apartment and um, they find Shannon Matthews inside the apartment hidden in the base of a double bed <gasps> she's crying frightened and drugged but she is alive oh my god and she is in this bed being hidden at a house owned by a man named michael donovan who just so happens to be karen's boyfriend craig's uncle there it is yep so michael donovan so shannon the girl who's missing her step uncle uncle exactly uh or no her her boyfriend's uncle no, Shannon's the girl who's missing. So yeah, it's so her Karen's, stepfather's. Well, it's just the boy. Are they married? Is Karen and her boyfriend married? No. So it's just her mom's boyfriend's uncle. Yes, that 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 that's it. <laughs> Whatever that means. Really <laughs> turned this into algebra. Sorry. Wow. <laughs> math is not my okay. This is even math. I just can't even. It's just hot. It's just hot. It's just it's just really hot. My brain just is so. We should buy AC. <laughs> oh, help me, Patreon. Okay. Eva, buy us a Dyson fan. Eva. Okay, Michael Donovan. Uh, he's 39 years old. He has some learning dis difficulties. He has an, like a really low IQ, about half the national average. He, it turns out he had been keeping Shannon hostage for about, for 24 days. She had been tied to the bed. Keep in mind, she's nine, nine years old. So she had been lured to his house, um, by being told that she was going to go on a vacation, um, to the seaside. And she had been tied to the bed with an elastic strap 
coming from the ceiling that had a noose at the end. Oh. And she was drugged with sedatives to keep her quiet every now and then. And then the rope was long enough so that she could just barely reach the toilet if she needed to use it. But she couldn't go anywhere else just from the bed to the toilet. Um, when police did further testing, they discovered that she had actually been drugged for up to almost two years before her <gasps> disappearance. So they'd been regularly, her mother had been regularly drugging her. When the police picked Shannon up from the house, uh, she was totally oblivious to the situation. She was just crying and was like, I'm scared. I don't know what's going on. She had no idea that there was a search for her. Like, she did not know. Um, and I actually found a photo. It's, it's a copy of the list of rules that Michael had imposed on her. Oh, God. Um, like, on a yellowed piece of paper. And they say, rules. You must not make any noise or bang your feet. You must not go near the windows. You must not get anything or do anything without me been there. Keep the TV volume low, only up to eight or lower. You can play the Super Mario games and you can play some DVDs and you can play the CD music. IPU. And apparently IPU was something her mother used to threaten her with, which and it stands for I promise you, as in like, I promise you, like... I mean it, basically. Like, I mean what I say. Yeah. Um, and here's a photo. This is, like, the little bed, creepy bunk bed she was being tied to. Oh, shit. I believe there was a mattress on it, but they took it away for, like, forensic testing. And then down oh, here you shit. can see the rope that the... It's, like, an elastic rope that was tied to the ceiling. And the person stretched it out and it, like, just reached the toilet to make sure that she oh, could reach gosh. the toilet. And oh, it was, like, gosh. tied around her. Really fucked up. Um, so they arrest Michael Donovan. Obviously, it's his apartment. Charge him with kidnapping and false imprisonment. And during the interrogation, he yells, quote, get Karen down here. We've got a plan. We're sharing the money. 50,000 pounds. Use the pound sign again. Yeah. LBs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 50,000 LBs. Uh, <laughs> At least you didn't go retro and make it the hashtag because that used to be pound oh, sign, guys. That's right. But then I would have said 50,000 numbers. I'm so confused. 50,000 hashtags? Hashtag 50,000. Yeah, I would. Yeah, to the people younger than us, a uh, hashtag actually used to be called a pound sign. It used sign. to be a pound sign. That's it's right. actually called an octothorpe. Fun oh, fact. God. You're just blowing my mind today. Because all they the do points say are... on the phone, they do say, and then hit pound. So you're, they still say it on the phone. Like, okay. type in your number and then hit pound. All right. Hopefully the pound they're not. Key. Hopefully they're not like what's pound. Pound. It's like it's hashtag. Hit the hashtag hit, button. Then hit hashtag. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's when Karen herself was arrested because he literally said, "We had a plan. We're sharing the money." You know. Yeah. Just threw her under the bus. So on April eighth, two thousand eight, Karen is charged with child neglect and perverting the course of justice. Uh, turns out she and her boyfriend's uncle, Michael Donovan. Just the two of them had devised a plot to have Shannon fake kidnapped so they could reap the financial reward. Oh, God. Okay. So it's thought that here's the plan. Karen and Michael had plotted to release Shannon after a while and then to have Michael discover her at a local market, take her to to the police station and claim the reward. Oh, my God. They wouldn't be like, but you're the uncle. And also why, I mean, obviously they're not right in the head, but my different level of morality yeah, um, makes me think, why couldn't they just like have her hanging out in that house for three weeks, like not on a rope, like watching TV and like, why'd she have to go through, why'd she have to be sedated and put on like a rope? Probably because she was there for three weeks and couldn't she just like 
hang out and have a three week sleepover vacation and then yeah, but they, they didn't could find want her at the any neighbors knowing she was there like they didn't oh. want her near a window in case people were went looking but then just like close the door like i don't know i just i mean the reason she was found is because a neighbor said i hear foots like little kid footsteps oh. and there's never even been a kid in that apartment so they gotcha. just felt sketched out and called the police so even just the footsteps alone to the gotcha, bathroom gotcha, and gotcha. back like tipped off a neighbor so i think they were super what observant neighbor by the I know, way i know that bl- that blew me away i was like how could they possibly but they said like there's never been a child there and this guy like doesn't have kids and like suddenly i'm hearing footsteps like kids footsteps but also yeah day in day out the fan whoops that scared me i thought it was a ghost i thought it was too (laughs) (laughs) anyway moving on well does maddie you drank all the little cry okay um where are we we were at the lb pound sign (laughs) (laughs) that's everywhere on this i don't know where to go (laughs) okay so obviously not a great plan that like the mother of the missing girl is like, well, I guess I should get my reward now. You know, like, it's just really insanely stupid. Um, clearly not a foolproof plan. So during Karen's interrogation, she admits that she called 999. You know what that is. 999? Yeah. Information? I don't know. what 411? No. Friend. Star 67? We're in England, so it's 911, but... Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I did not know that. Okay, so... Okay, nine 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 is nine one one. Got so it. So she calls nine 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 as part <laughs> information. Uh, as <laughs> hello operator, fresh, operator, I'm using fresh. the hashtag. Where where are you? <laughs> Hit the hashtag sign pa- number whatever. Okay. <laughs> During her interrogation, Karen admits that she called nine 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 as part of an act to make it look like Shannon was missing, despite knowing she wasn't actually missing. So she fully admits that she knew she wasn't missing. Okay. Here's the. F- I mean, it's all fucked up, but here's another fucked up thing. Karen had seven children from five different men. Wow. She picked Shannon to be the one to be fake kidnapped because she was a girl and the most photogenic and thought that that (laughs) would maximize the financial reward. Good to know. Cute. So detectives think uh, that she had already settled the idea of staging a kidnapping after seeing how much money poured into the Madeline McCann fund, which was the girl I mentioned earlier who was taken from Portugal. And it happened in like 2003, I think. So like five years earlier, she'd already been like kind of inspired to do this so she was like oh that's the amount i'm looking for that's like, like a goal oh they're raising millions of dollars like i could get on this um but they also think she may have copied some of the details from a plot in the tv show shameless which is <laughs> by the way a great tv show <laughs> great so that's awesome cute. yeah great so the trial took place at leeds crown court in december 2008 and both karen and michael were sentenced to eight years imprisonment each each eight years okay Karen only served four years um, and is thought to have earned money during her time in prison by writing dirty letters to male pen pals outside of prison who would send cash in exchange for the notes. Oh. She's just a winner. Um, upon- I mean, she's an entrepreneur is what I'm hearing. So. Not, not like a really bright one. Though. Not a good one and not one with ethics at all. Right. Sure. But uh, she's she's definitely made it clear to all of us. She's here for a buck. She's <laughs> here for a buck. Hasn't gotten it yet. But, you know, maybe someday and doesn't deserve it either doesn't deserve it uh probably will never get it but like you're trying a for effort a for effort um upon her release karen changed changed her identity and moved to the other side of the country she is thought to have turned to christianity oh my god okay she claims she is completely innocent of the plot knew nothing about it and insists Mm -hmm. quote i'm not britain's worst mom i didn't kill anybody okay 
Yeah. True. I yeah. guess you have some points. Kind of. We're so proud of you for that, by the yeah, way. Thank you for not killing your child. That must have been really hard for you. I mean, I feel like you're really uh, so brave of you proving, to come forward about that. Yes. Proving yourself. Thank you for sharing your story. <laughs> After Shannon was rescued, she was taken into government custody before being given a new identity and a new family. Karen had seven children. Karen, the mom, had seven children with five different men, as right. I mentioned. Yeah. Um, all of those children were put into separate custody setups. So they were all put into different care, uh, into different family care units and given new identities, which is just so fucked up. that like So sad. These- and then they had to hear that their mom was like... Well, you weren't photogenic enough. I'd be like, thank God I was yeah, ugly. Yeah, thank I, God. I picked one of your prettier siblings. And like, yeah, well, she you was, know what? It benefited me. <laughs> while she was being interviewed, like she would like say the wrong. They'd be like, how many children do you have? And she'd be like, six. No, wait, seven. And they were like, girl, come on. <laughs> Is it just a blur after she the third like, one? She like, <laughs> no shit about her kids at all. It's like really sad. And she, she just treated them very, very poorly. Um, I actually was like listening to the case file episode on this to get some more information and i guess they found scribbled so shannon had a bedroom it had like pink peeling wallpaper and she shared it with her two and a half year old stepsister and in one of the like ripping pieces of paper she just wrote i want to live with my dad i want to live with my dad like it was just really sad and i guess her mom would just scream at her like the day that she went missing her mom screamed at her and basically said like never come back when she went to school and she was nine so like she was just in a really terrible why was natalie still friends with this woman you know who knows that's the question of the year who knows apparently she is not anymore um so so craig her -hmm. boyfriend craig meehan although he apparently was truly not involved in the kidnap plot his uncle was and she was and apparently they didn't loop him in on it he's probably a good person and they're like, oh, he'll ruin it for us. He was later found to have been in possession of child pornography. Never mind. <laughs> I love when I was just like, this is what it is. And then I'm like, lol, here we go. Um, he was found to be uh, in possession of like 185 photos or videos or something fucked Yuck. up of child pornography and was sentenced to 20 weeks in prison. 20 weeks. But he was released on the same day. On that day, he didn't actually go to prison because he had spent longer on remand than the length of the sentence. Oh, my. So the child pornography was not thought to be related to the Shannon Matthews case, but he went into hiding anyway following the charges, and he was actually spotted out in public for the first time like a year or two ago, um, reportedly seen buying beer and scratch cards before retreating into a bookies, which my co-worker my office mate joanna i was like what's a bookies and she laughed at me for like 10 minutes <laughs> and she's like it's like a betting shop like a gambling shop which i sort yeah. of figured but like we don't have those here but you basically go in and like bet on horses and shit you know mm-hmm. that i just invented the horses thing but i imagine that's... no a bookie that's like what but it's like we a, do have that it's like... i just don't think we have it the same way anymore yeah but it's like a store like they, it's like oh, a legal no. like a store like i'm they, used to a bookie being a person yeah yeah exactly like gotcha. a bookie but a bookies a bookies is like a like a, a gambling sh- a betting shop betting store betting shop oh okay so michael donovan the uncle who had strapped her down kidnapped her whatever uh-huh. he was released in 2012 after serving only four years of his sentence um little is currently known of his whereabouts um, and Shannon herself is now a 19-year-old woman, um, but there's a court order preventing anyone from contacting her or knowing her true identity because she was given a new identity, and 
the court protects children who've been through something like this from like being hounded by the press. Right. Um, but there's no shortage of people just like running around the country trying to find anyone who looks like her and just like harassing well, them and taking photos. Yeah. So it's if you're one of those people, it's fucking like, stop. <laughs> fuck you. So unsurprisingly, she is not believed to have seen her mother since, but, um, the most fucked up, like sad part is that she was extremely close with her grandparents who basically like, raised Aww. her because her parents she got separated. were so fucked up and they have not been able to like speak to her ever since she disappeared basically since she was nine and i guess her grandfather um has gotten just like extremely sick has lost like 20 30 pounds has been in and out of the Aww, hospital no. of like sickness and stress um and they have basically said like all we want is to like talk to her one more time um so recently shannon's grandfather gordon revealed his heartache over what happened describing how it's affected his health how he longs for his granddaughter to get in touch um and at the moment he and his wife june so her grandmother are occasionally kept informed by social services but otherwise they have no contact with her and recently they saw a picture of her nearly a decade after they had last seen her so like yeah she's 19 so the last time they'd ever seen her was when she was nine yeah and they said she looked beautiful and they were just heartbroken um, and then her grandfather said, my one wish is that when she's old enough to understand what happened properly, she'll come and knock on that door. But I fear it'll be too late and I won't be here to see her. I'll be up there in heaven looking down on her. And recently the BBC mm-hmm. screened a drama called The Moor Side, which was like kind of controversial. It was sort of like a dramatization of this whole case. Um, and some people were like, well, that's fucked up. And some people were like, yeah, it is fucked up because that's what they did. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever. So it's about Shannon's kidnapping, and it's kind of, like, debated how, like, on point it is, but it's supposed to be a pretty good representation of what happened. Um, and as of that, as of now, we don't really know much about the whereabouts of uh, Shannon herself, but I hope she's doing well, and I hope she has been able to move on from her crazy, life. crazy life and childhood. Yowza. And that is the story of Shannon Matthews. That was a good one. Just blew right through that. No, I... No, I... Maybe it needs to always be hot in here, so we just fly through things. <laughs> Maybe. Um, that's all I got for you. All right. I mean, that was a good one. I'm also scared to go home because of my story, because of the ghosts and someone pulling me out of bed and the homeless person. Oh, no. So I'll also be thinking about potentially getting kidnapped. Do you have AC at home? Oh, yeah. That's oh, like... Oh, fuck you. Okay, can I come over? Yeah. <laughs> By the way, Christine still has not come to my house. I've never been to M's house. Not even a little bit. No. And I've lived there for going on two years. Nope, never been. But I'm getting the hell out. Um, yeah. I really, when? yeah. When? At the end of the year, I'm gonna move in with RJ again. Oh, and somewhere Allison. else. Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. yeah right. We're gonna I find out RJ's going to. Okay. Well, I learned that I'm like very good at recycling um, my roommates because, like, I when we first moved out here, I lived with our friend Christine. Right. And then we lived in different places for a while, and then now we live together again. That's true. And she took RJ's spot. And now I'm going to go live with RJ again. I feel like that's good, though, because it means you're, like, good at finding people you, like, are compatible with. Yes. Um, but, yeah, so I'm going to go. Do you know what part of town you're going to live in? Can we triangulate that real quick? Um, are you going to be close to me? I will say it's within, it's, if you were to look at a Google map, mm-hmm. it will be, if you were to draw a circle, I'm just going to tell you the points, because we found, like, our outlying cities that we're willing to look at. But okay. it will be, um, like, uh montrose altadena pasadena like highland park echo park area and then los Feliz to luca lake north hollywood and then north hollywood to okay to montrose it's like a big giant circle northeast 
anything LA. anything in that giant circle that's a perfect circle by the way because i've actually drawn it on the map so but that's just northeast la right mm-hmm. okay so but go to the southern part of that because otherwise you altadena is too far well we tried to find worst case scenario just dis- like a distance between your house and allison's job so it'll be like worst case scenario that's like a 40 oh, minute drive. okay 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 but that's like also worst case outliers we're trying for like burbank glendale okay i guess i could i guess i could live with that um but yeah so anyway i am nervous to go home thank you for telling me a scary story you're welcome i have uh something to ease your mind a geoscope i sure do okay please hold all right here's the uh horoscope for scorpios the scorpio scorp scorpio scope what do we call it geoscope geoscorpioscope i don't know oh so many syllables okay Oh my god, tomorrow's Friday the 13th, guys. <sighs> Eva and I, oh, you reacted the exact opposite <laughs> way. Eva was like, cowabunga, dude. And I was like, oh boy. You like Friday the 13th, Eva? I do. Well, I usually like it, but not when Mercury's in retrograde. That's just like a double mess. I'm just hoping it, like, cancels it out, though. Okay. It probably won't. It'll just probably fuck shit up. Maybe two wrongs make a right. Probably not. Who though. knows? Eva, let us Eva, know. Eva, why do you like Friday the 13th? I, I also, I just really like the movie. Oh, the movie. <laughs> The other day, this I was like 9,000 degrees out, and I was at fucking Walmart during my lunch break because I accidentally bleached our bath mat, and I had to buy a new one. It doesn't matter. It's a long story. My dad is visiting, and he's very picky, and I was like, well, he needs a bath mat, or else he'll bitch till the end of time. <laughs> so I ran to Walmart on my lunch break in Burbank, and I'm like trying to buy a fucking... They're like $25 at Walmart, and I'm like, I just want a towel for the floor. I don't need a t- <laughs> So I'm just like so hot and just staring at this thing and this small child runs up to me with a dvd and like smacks me in the leg with it and goes it's friday the 13th and i'm like what the f-? i mean he's literally his child three he's like so small he can barely speak and i look down at him expecting to be like oh hello you're cute no he's a fucking demon and he's holding this friday the 13th movie and he keeps like smacking me with it and his mom just like doesn't give a shit and i'm like this is literally walmart like this is a stereotype of walmart <laughs> this is such a walmart the moment. small child is smacking me with a fucking friday the 13th movie and yelling about it in my face and i'm just like i made this like horrible like old person face of like get off my lawn like get out of my <laughs> towel aisle like i was just so irritated and he wouldn't go away and i kept having to like back away from him and so now I just hate Friday the 13th because that child Because of the it. exact moment only a couple days ago. <laughs> anyway, I don't really know. I just, just... I like Friday the 13th in that I like kind of feeling like I'm relatively close to October and Halloween. That's that's fair. That's but fair. that's about it. I don't because I, I don't know. Because I, I don't know anything about it. And a kid hit me really hard in the leg. <laughs> All right. I'm going to read this Friday the 13th Scorpio scope for Geo. <clears throat> oh, my God. It starts with a great word. Blaze. Aw. Blaze those trails, Scorpio. Aw. Blaze would be so proud. With the moon leveling up in your leadership zone, people may turn to you as the final word on a group decision. We do really do trust you with all the final decisions of the podcast. Especially the financial ones. De- oh, only. I mean, there's no one else we can trust. Actually, Em and I don't even look at the financials. We just let Gio no, handle Gio's it. Gio's in charge of Quick, QuickBooks. Yeah, actually. that's right. So. He, it's called, um... Don't do this. P- Paw books. <laughs> It like, is not like quick barks so or hot. anything. Fuck you, pop, quick pop, whatever, whatever you said. 
quick bark quick barks god quick woofs all right you know you don't need to show off okay um anyway (laughs) with your keen sense of what's cool oh god here i am not to mention culturally ahead of the curve again always giving him such a fucking big head i swear to god (laughs) this is your opportunity to share your discoveries of late along with implementing new procedures at work you could introduce your squad to an amazing indie band the geo trio that's us (laughs) oh our squad amazing indie band a local rapper or an understated but insanely authentic restaurant what the fuck that specializes in foreign cuisine it's that it's that dog bakery i saw over there on third (laughs) on la brea (laughs) last sentence go nouveau scorpio this makes me want to die this is horrifying that's like the most geo fucking geoscope i've ever seen like if geo were a human and was like smacking on the keyboard like <laughs> let's talk about how it's like his butt curtain just brushed the keys oh, and it yeah. spelled that out just it's like the, my squad my geo trio i will teach my squad what is cool because they <laughs> do not they clearly do not know about the local rap artist that i know about what the f- yeah his name is little g little g baby like g snoop Dogg. okay i'm sorry i just just go so i can stop um okay you can find us at ATWWD podcast on our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon. Please help us donate. You don't realize what that money does. It's you just please keep doing it. We're always like, you don't realize it. You won't tell you. (laughs) It's like if we were to explain it, that would be its own episode. It's just a lot of stuff that behind the scenes you don't realize. There's a lot of dynamics that are not noticed right away that you're helping us with. Um, You can also find our website and that's where we drink dot com you can also find our shop and that's why we drink dot big cartel dot com you can also find our webs or our email and that's why we drink at gmail.com where you can send in your personal true crime and ghost stories um if you send us your personal true crime and ghost stories we do a listeners episode at the first of every month you can also uh send us your goodies and your mail that we would like to open on a camera for you our post office box is 1920 Hillhurst Ave, number 265, Los Angeles, 90027. And if you send us your goodies and your mail and your snacks or whatever it is you would like to send us, which we are always grateful for, we have a fan mail video that we do every month. And it's on Patreon, so if you're on Patreon, you can watch it. If you did send us something and you want to watch the video but you're not on Patreon, like let us know and we'll just send you the link because we want you to be able to see it too like cr cs open your yes fist. um also just real quick if you go on our website and that's where drink.com and hit tour you can see all our upcoming tour dates we have several cities that are coming up and we're adding more pretty regularly and you can also catch us on the 22nd at 3 p.m pacific standard time for our facebook yes, live that's right please come spend time with us and ask us questions otherwise we're just talking heads and we are nervous and don't know how to interact nobody with the computer wants, screen nobody wants that. so please come with your questions and fair questions because wow we don't want to have to answer something awkward live oh god and that's it that's all we got guys thank you for listening and thank you for being um you and so supportive of us and for helping us make this possible and that's why we drink clink addiction plays hardball he would hit me with these verbal attacks i just said to him i love you so much you're such an amazing person i can't take this ride anymore It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. 
Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit caron.org slash lost.